Yeah, yeah, I like wrestling podcast. You see what I did there? Are you gonna start? No, oh, yeah. Are you real right now? The greatest general manager. <laughs> Jesus. I'll allow it. That's that's peon moves. <laughs> yep, I like wrestling. Greetings from Parts Unknown. My name is Sunny Sofrito, and today I am joined by... The Brooklyn Wolf of Makeup. This is April. You heard. You don't look like Tara. No, I'm not. Oh. I'm April. Oh, okay. Sorry. Rude. Oh, my bad. It's been a while, but damn. Me and my Puerto Ricans don't look alike to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also joined today by... Tommy Moriello. Hello, yep, I like wrestling. Uh, Tommy Moriello is a good friend of mine, also known by the name of Tommy Drinks. <laughs> that explains I, so much. It's what I do best. <laughs> that, and, that and making really bad decisions. I'm good at both of those. <laughs> no wonder you're a friend. <laughs> and on that one, salute. Salute. And salute. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder y'all friends. God. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Explains so much. Yeah, we met in, we, we met in the AA. <laughs> <laughs> Explains so much. <laughs> Obviously, it didn't stick. No. We got, we got the wrong sponsors. Oops. <laughs> well, when Jack Daniels is your sponsor. <laughs> but He's a good guy, man. He's a Jack's, Jack's my buddy. Yeah, Johnny Walker was mine, but you know. <laughs> but I'm about to move on to a, a whole different brand in, soon. <laughs> there you go. Shout out Highland Park. There you go. Oh, yeah. So, uh, welcome to another episode of the Yep, I Like Wrestling podcast. This is episode number 93. Oh, my God. 93 episodes. Oh, my God. I've been listening to y'all since episode five. I got to stop. Yeah. You know what? Shit. Big number, man. You know what? I'm just glad that none of you made a joke about my age because this is the running thing. No, we're nice. Yeah, thank you. Thank Sonny, you so much. Sonny, you know much. I'm nice to you. Yeah, even though you almost made me feel a little old because when you were like, I've been listening to you since five. And I'm like, five? since you're five years old? Episode what the fuck? five. Oh, episode five. Got it. Okay, now I understand. <laughs> I don't think right. you were doing stuff when I was five. Wait. First, yep, I, I like wrestling podcasts with not, WrestleMania yeah, 8. <laughs> <laughs> podcasts weren't around then, but... Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so we're here to talk some wrestling and uh, sue some shit and drink some brown liquor, which uh, I do every day. <laughs> so um, let's start off with some news. So it turns out SmackDown has dropped in viewership. They've gone down below 2 million. And it's kind of like, damn. <laughs> which is kind of a first since Raw has been on the back end for months. Oh, yeah. And now SmackDown's kind of fucking up. But it's, mm. it's right before SummerSlam. That's the thing that makes it so bad, though. Well, we got that shitty reunion last Monday. We should have had that after SummerSlam. We're supposed to be building matches for SummerSlam. It's next weekend. When you look at it from a marketing standpoint and you're working towards it, why are you going to invest in a TV time that you're going to lose pretty soon? SmackDown's going to be moving to Fox. Mm-hmm. The Raw promotion has been extremely heavy, pumping the Raw reunion, That's letting true. you know the matches that are going down. Their full court press has all been to Monday Night Raw, and they're neglecting SmackDown a little bit. The best news that you got was Bischoff took over. Why are you going to invest in a TV time that you know is moving? Yeah. That's true. It's very true. I mean, it's, it, it's still sad because it's leading into SummerSlam, and they have some key, some key matches from the SmackDown brand mm-hmm. that should be trending a little bit stronger, but they're not. So 
we'll see what happens. I, I think SmackDown still hasn't grabbed its footing as far as being a solid show because there's been so much inconsistencies over the past couple of weeks yeah. that it's going to take sure. some time to get everybody back. But if they're going to get everybody back, they got to get everybody back now before the real competition starts to move in. If you can't get your big ratings when you have that Fiend segment from last night, it's that's one of the oh best things God. going on on TV right now. Yeah. Between that and the 24-7 belt 24-7 belt is pretty fantastic. That's what's making it this year. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> speaking of the 24-7 title, breaking news, we will be raffling off a 24-7 championship title belt at our SummerSlam viewing party for what we call the Raffle Slam. So whoever wins, get ready to run. It's just about to get real in Listen, the bar. Listen, nobody get too crazy up in this, well, up at Jack Dempsey's. Don't get too crazy there, because we're in parts unknown. Mm-hmm. But don't get crazy there. Keep that shit outside. Yeah. Oh, I'm, going, or, I'm or. going home with a belt. I'm just saying that right now. <laughs> you guys see me. I'm the, I'm the big gentleman that kind of looks like Kevin Owens. And I'm going home with that belt. I see it. Yeah, yeah. I see it. You do look like you look like a you look like an Italian Kevin Owens. That's how we roll. I fucks with it. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was uh, it, it's going to be a fun event because nobody has the 24/7 belt. No, this, this shit just dropped. No one got it. I got it early, so it's about to be on, and we're gonna have the raffle for it. So come through and stake your claim. See if you could get it. See if you can win it. Plus, we have other prizes, an Intercontinental title belt, a Smoking Skull mini belt, as well as, yep, merch that is all a part of the prize packages that we're, that we're uh, going to be raffling off. And we're going to have, as always, just an awesome time. And those for you like Swerves, bro, the next prize is going to be, if you're 21 years old, a lovely bottle of single malt scotch. Breaking news. Swerves, bro. Swerves, bro. So there you go. A chance to win a very, very beautiful 12-year scotch. That you will drink responsibly and enjoy with true Viking honor, similar to Viking Raiders, a lovely Highland Park scotch. Okay. Shout out to you guys. Shit. Good looking, man. Appreciate it. real for SummerSlam weekend. Damn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I might, I might, I might actually be the one that wins that one. <laughs> so, um, moving on, you know, my boy Tommy here is a big all type of fight fan on all levels, so he's gonna appreciate this one. Did you hear about Kurt Angle giving Kobe Covington uh, permission to use his his theme song? That is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I am a huge fan. I don't watch the UFC, <laughs> but enlighten me. So, Kobe, Kobe Covington is the gentleman that walks around with his lovely MAGA hat. Um, oh. He is an outspoken Trumper. Um, oh. Obviously receives a lot of heat from people, but he believes in his views. And the beautiful part about our country is that you have the freedom of speech and do whatever you want. Yay. Even if we do not do, Even it. if you don't agree with it, they sure. have the right to say it. So, with that, him trying to be the all-American hero... He's going to come out to, you suck, suck. <laughs> you <laughs> suck, you suck. And by the way, I'm throwing my hands in the air while we're doing this shit. <laughs> so, I think I might go to a Kobe coming to match just so I could do the, th- you suck. But you know what? That's the shit. That's going to draw wrestling fans that are not watching UFC on a regular basis to watch him because of something like this. Especially oh, yeah. in Newark, New Jersey. Yeah. But course. there's not many Trumpers in Newark and Coley's going to be in for a rude awakening when he walks that out with that hat on. But it's also so close, it's so close to Pittsburgh 
that you're going to have people that will be like, yo, that's not a far drive. Just, just go make it happen. Absolutely. So sure. it's going to be a sellout. Easy. You know, um, speaking of sellouts, uh, looks like the big show is going to be on the damn. Netflix. Uh, <laughs> well, damn. You're just mad because he's a big man with abs. Let's be honest, man. Yo. <laughs> Don't be salty. <laughs> I'm a, you know what? I'm a little salty because you know what? Why you had to take all this time to finally do this shit? This dude is, he should have had a show a long time ago, man. Mm-hmm. Yo. Well, Netflix is coming up. Big show. No, but Big Show is hilarious. He really if is. If you ever go back and watch the little bit moments that he was on SNL when The Rock was hosting or. Uh, I think he was there when even uh, somebody else hosted. He is hilarious. Like, the mm-hmm. dude has comedic timing up the wazoo that no one ever really gets to see because he's always been in, like, city storylines in WWE. That's true. But like, even with that, he was one of the only dudes that would flip from heel to face week to week. Well, and he would and he own it, it and deliver it. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's almost like, I mean, that's just, like, what is, I think the last count I saw was he he went back and forth, like, 78, 79 times? Like, there was, some, there was somebody that actually kept track of it, which, to me, was like, yo, damn, bro. That's a lot. lot of, hey, man, if the no, big boss man... No, that's a lot of time on his hands. No, that's what I mean. If the big <laughs> man drove away with my dad's coffin, I'd have a little emotional issues, too. So you understand <laughs> how he's jumping back and forth and doesn't really know himself. So I hope you got over that big show. <laughs> and I hope you find therapy on Netflix. Because <laughs> <laughs> gaming channel is actually pretty dope, too. I think he has a channel on Twitch... And he oh, yeah? does a lot of he does a lot of he's a huge gamer. No way. Yeah. Big With those Show big is ass hands? Big Show is a gamer. And he's a he's a big Destiny head, which is really weird. Okay. But it's actually pretty dope. So I, I watched this show. Well, I it. I, I will definitely tune into it. The only thing is, I'm definitely gonna check it out. But oh, yeah. if it is a sitcom, a traditional sitcom. I'm not no. sure if I'm if I want to watch it because I just I can't stand sitcoms anymore. I'm just, with, with like I'm the laugh track, I, I just can't get into it. Like it just if it's something like Stone Cold's new show, which I actually want to see. Nothing yeah. like, but like the similar format, not the things that Stone Cold does, but something like that. Then I fucks with it. it it's funny that that new show. Speaking about Stone Cold show that he has coming up on USA, I think it is. Mm-hmm. That seems like it's going to be a combination of. Broken Skull Ranch and his podcast. Yeah. Where they're going to do a lot of, it's, it's, it's like a, you know, it's an interview with somebody while they do like some real Crazy physic- shit. physically challenging shit. He's going to interview while throwing axes yeah. and riding fucking trucks Honestly, and shooting guns up. and I'm here for it. Sign me up. Yo, I'm down for that. Shut mm-hmm. up and take my money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm for it. I'm here for I, it. I, I would definitely be there. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I drink a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he has his own beer now as well. Yeah, yeah, man. It's not Steve Weiser. Is Broken Skull IPA, right? Yeah, absolutely. I want to try it. I want it. Yeah, but the thing is, it's kind of hard to find it in New York. I can't. I haven't seen it. Neither have I. Yeah, I think it just came out, right? No, but even if I mean, it it might be a local thing, where it's just like really big, predominantly in like Texas. Amazon. Watch it be on Amazon. Those laws are crazy, man. When you start bringing booze over state lines. Yeah, yeah. Thin. I don't know about Amazon, yeah. <laughs> but I, I definitely in Texas. Cause well, I'm going to try it on Amazon because <laughs> hey, I don't feel like going to Texas. If, if, if you can find it on Amazon, let me know. Then I'll, I'll buy it myself. <laughs> um, but uh, to go on a different gear and talk about something that's uh, 
slightly unfortunate. Well, actually, it's not slightly. It's actually very unfortunate. Turns out Jerry Lawler is going to file a wrongful death suit over his son's death in, in a, uh, his, pa- his son's passing in a uh, police precinct. Um, was it a precinct or was it an actual penitentiary? I thought it was, he was... I thought he was arrested for... He was, over, a, he was arrested. I, I guess it was kind of like a central booking or something. Yeah, like... Yeah. Yeah, but isn't central booking kind of like a precinct when you really think about it? Mm, true. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I mean... Well, I you know that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> but what happened, like, what happened exactly? Because un- un- Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> I happened to, do, to know. So... But what happened exactly? Because I, I saw so that his the, Their passed. first thing was saying that he committed suicide. And it was a very okay. weird way that he was found. It looked like he strangled himself, but he strangled himself from a doorknob. Yeah. Um, oh, but being oh a big goodness. kid, that even though he had his emotional issues and he had his substance abuse problems never really seemed like the type of person to take his own life. And I believe there are reports of mishandlings of prisoners inside of that system, um, exactly where he was, and everything sounded a little weird. So it doesn't come as a surprise, but it is unfortunate to have to go through a situation like that, especially the king, just being the king and being the man. Mm -hmm. I mean, has his own heart issues, has his, you know what I mean? You don't need that type of anxiety. I mean, just the fact that is a is a son bearing a, I mean, a father bearing a child is is bad enough. Absolutely. But um, but I hope we can bring some some peace. I hope uh, he gets an answer for it because I would definitely yeah. want to know as well if that was if that was my family member, if that was my child. You you want to know? Same. So hopefully the truth comes out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it it makes it, it it makes it really weird seeing him and seeing like the whole raw reunion. They have Rikishi there. You had King there. You had King this week, but then it's like you didn't see like say Scotty Tuhati, mm-hmm. which I think would have brought up memories of Brian Christopher. Yeah, you know. So it's, it's out of respect. Yeah, it, it's 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 it's, it's a weird thing, you know. But um, hopefully things get get resolved and he finds closure. Um, in a related article when it comes to WWE talent and pen- and and the penitentiary talking about like Uso penitentiary Uso <laughs> uh, <laughs> turns John, out John Cena jinxed these fuckers yo, hard John Cena jinxed them so Too bad hard. I don't bro. think he did I just think he's embracing his character and his role and he's bringing back kayfabe but it's just funny how it's in the same week <laughs> you want to be cutting ass on their mug shots and then Jimmy want to be stupid and get arrested so for the second time, look at that two times. And, and yo, so like here's the thing, you know what people fuck up. You do something, you drive. Shit happens. It, it, shit happens. But yo, if I was Jimmy Uso, I'd be fucking pissed mm-hmm. at Naomi because yo, she was posting selfies <laughs> while all this news was coming out, and I'm like. Oh, word. <laughs> Yo, what is she do, supposed listen, to do? You got to do it for the gram. I'm sorry what that you're incarcerated. What is she supposed to do? This is the second time. But it's time. just like, yo, you know I'm locked up. You posting selfies like everything's regular. Just, It's like there should be a moratorium on, on posting selfies while, you, while your husband's locked up. I don't know. Listen, they're a funny couple, <laughs> and she was funny. <laughs> posting selfies while he's locked up. Ashley, my bride, I know you're going to listen to this. You're more than welcome to post selfies <laughs> if I am ever in handcuffs. I hope that situation never happens, but do it. All right. You're a good Allison. husband. <laughs> Allison, the love of my life. 
If you do listen to this, understand this. If I'm locked up and you're taking selfies, I will be pissed. <laughs> Just letting you know now. No, she got to play the Akon song while she's posting the selfies <laughs> while you're being trolled away. They won't let me. You know, that, 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 that shit ain't even fucking funny. <laughs> that shit ain't even fucking funny. I'm not even laughing. That shit, nah. You know what? Fuck that. We're moving that shit on. That would be funny. You know what? Let's talk about other relationships. So we got we got some uh, some information coming out that Becky Lynch is a little unhappy with WWE over how they're portraying Can you blame the relationship her though? with Seth Rollins. So is everyone else. Yo, dude. Can you blame her? That relationship is so fucking awkward. I don't get it. I'm a little unhappy the way that Becky just stared at him on a stretcher going to a oh, car I, I and laughed. watched him get F5 I again. Laughed. We had two weeks We're going to get to that shit in a minute, but it was almost That's what like, I'm unhappy about. That was so funny. She was staring at that shit like, oh, oh, oh damn. that's going on. That's Did she okay. know it was Seth? Yes. <laughs> it was like, no, as soon as he dropped the belt she was like no nah, I'm not gonna associate myself with you he's strolling away you see Roman more on Seth than Becky she's just like oh that's go- no, oh, okay I got a so he's later. pissed at selfies but perfectly <laughs> fine with Becky watching her no. boyfriend no, 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 stretching off know. filming I'm and bleeding out like, I'm not well, he looked like a random pedestrian like bitch that's your man he just died the shit that <laughs> made me laugh was like yo you fucking got all up in, the, in his face and all that shit when he got low blowed but now this motherfucker's almost dying? And you're just like, oh, Like a pedestrian, let, like, oh, what's yo, going on here? Ho- let me know how the hospital goes. <laughs> the fuck, yo? Brock did look pretty jacked that night. I wasn't messing with him. Yo, he's he beast. Was, he looks yeah. good. He looks good. He looks, he's probably back on the sauce. He ain't fighting anymore. He's just oh, well. juicing out of the gills. Let Do you, live. Brock? Do we, you? Which, which we will continue to talk about <laughs> I mean, as, we, as we get. So let's, let's go full steam into the Monday Night Wrestling Program, because I am not saying... No, let's go raw. Oh, God. You don't start. I'm going raw. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I need more, I need more alcohol. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we start off with a mosh pit mixed tag team, whatever the hell you want to call it. it you know what? This shit was fun, though. The fuck is a mosh pit? I just saw people. A mosh outside. pit is with a lot of people. Oh no, I've been in many mosh pits. Do not get me you know, wrong. You know what? That does not surprise me about you. I punched, <laughs> I punched men bigger than Teddy in the face and gotten high fives for it. So good shit. I see but that. last time I checked, the mosh pit is you get in the ring all together and you fight. They're all just hanging out on the side, seeing who's gonna win the title and who's gonna go after them. So technically, it was just another match with the locker room outside. It was outside. a lumberjack match. Yeah, it was a lumberjack being lumberjacks. Match. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, this is how you know when they when they threw Drake Maverick into the crowd. That shit was great. <laughs> and oh my just, god! And they just did like a parade with him from one side of the ring to the other side. I was like, yo, what the fuck is going on with this? At shit? least EC3 got a little bit of camera time. Yo, it was about time. Talk they about don't? mishandled talent. Yeah, EC3. I understand the guy's a little heart. chubby and he's out of shape, but he's just chilling <laughs> right now. He's literally just First, chilling. I don't understand that at all. The guy yeah. is. Probably the, the best-looking talent on the roster physically. The guy's an absolute house. He has the look. He has the mic skills. He has the athleticism, the credibility. But you just but they, but he's chasing around Drake Maverick for the twenty-four-seven championship. Who had the title for five? This guy's an intercontinental champion contender easily. Oh, Listen, yeah. this goes back to something that I've said on past episodes. They have way too much talent mm-hmm. than to know what to do with, and that's what the problem is. And it's the it's the 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 dilemma of more you know when you have too much stuff to play with you end up fucking neglecting the stuff that you should play with if that was the case and they should have never brought up those nxt come-ups like they're now using the viking raiders into matches yeah they're fighting jobbers but they're being used you know what you know what but, I, to me that, that that's kind of like it's almost as if 
WWE said, you know what? Let's we're not gonna do a holding deal, but let's just get as much talent as we can and just scoop them up because if somebody goes down, we got somebody to replace them with. So, but how often does that happen? But now, even with the opportunities that you're seeing right now, just in this segment, Canales and um, uh, Maria, yeah, they've been there for what a year, yeah, mm-hmm. and now finally, and they had a pretty nice entrance. They came on they in, did. they a little hyped up, and then just go off into nothing. And then this dude, Mike, finally comes on. He has his time to shine. He wins the belt. Looks like, oh, this is cool. He's actually, we're not going to see an immediate change. And it comes in <laughs> to Paul Heyman at his absolute best. <laughs> Literally, the only thing that was missing was ECW on Maria Canellis' pregnant belly for this segment. <laughs> it was perfect. She had a belly. I'm saying ECW spray painted oh, on that on belly. The, oh, that yeah, honestly, belly. that shit would have been that fucking been amazing. Great. Yeah, that would have been great. And by the way, we're recording at on Wednesday, but she did say she's going to her obstetrician on Thursday. So if by some chance WWE releases some kind of viral footage, and I'm able to, you know, maybe add a little segment where I talk about it, you know, when I'm editing. You'll see. You'll hear. It'll be. It'll be. It'll be at. It'll be right now. But it's it's also a good way for a fun storyline to be made. Yeah. And oh, yeah. You could see in the inside of. I'm just saying that Paul Heyman was written all over this. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Understanding the way to get to Vince McMahon, who just loves that first time ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quote the first time ever pregnant champion. Well, especially since she can't be the first woman champion since. Uh, that was Kelly Kelly. Yeah, but she not only is she on the main roster, so she's the first woman on the main roster who's yeah. also prego. Yeah. So, good shit. Yeah. A little tight about the low bow Kelly Kelly, but that's neither here nor there. Do your job, Ralph. Yeah, but my favorite, my favorite part about <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part was when she was going to the room, she said, uh, I'm going to knock down the door and kick you in your vagina. Shit, I was passion. <laughs> but then it went to Renee and she said, uh, I'm going to go ahead and recommend that not happen. <laughs> I've never heard Corey stay shut for so long. Yo, He Renee, didn't know what to say. Honestly, <laughs> Renee's been on fire, man. Uh, I'm really digging Renee. She's growing on me more. Even though it's, it's like every time she says something that makes me laugh, literally three segments later, I'm just like, oh, fucking shit. <laughs> then she becomes like the, the, the cornboard mark. Out of nowhere. She's, she's getting there. She's getting there. She's she getting just there. went on a rant on Twitter how people want her off. And she's like, fuck it, I'm going to quit. Yeah. And they're all like, no, you're doing you. Like, fuck it. We're, we're wrestling fans. We're going to complain about everything. She's oh, yeah. Get no, that's, it. that's what I question. The, the, the one thing, though, I would love to see is her to just spaz the fuck out, grab Michael Cole, and slap the shit out of him. Because Michael Cole is sunning her way too much. Well, with Paul Heyman on the line, hopefully that happens real soon. Huh? Yeah, hopefully. Well, I mean, we were talking about this offline before the show started as well, and it seems to be a different attitude when he speaks to other commentators of the masculine nature and how he speaks over the first female commentator. Shout out to sexism. Oh, yeah. I see you, Michael Cole. I see you, bro. You. We all Think see you. you. You've been on my list since you gave my boy from Boston some shit over his shorts. Uh, oh. Don't be that guy, Cole. Don't be, don't be that guy. Don't be that douchebag. 
<laughs> I mean, he already is, but he could get on get worse. Oh, I see. I, those are the thoughts <laughs> and opinions of April. Oh, I've had a disclaimer in so long. I miss, I miss And they y'all. do not represent the thoughts and opinions of Yep, I like wrestling because I do not know for that if that's a true statement. So then we went on to Ricochet winning the gauntlet match. I was um, rooting for Andrade, man. Yo, Andrade was fire. He's going in. That I'm such a big fan of Andrade. Was fantastic. This was great. That the, every single person inside this match, starting with my boy Ray, love him. Everyone looked strong. Mm-hmm. Everyone looked like they deserved to be there. Everyone looked like a contender. It was booked properly. And please do more of this with every title because <laughs> you're oversaturated with talent. Just keep oh, on giving shit. me gauntlet matches. I'm yeah. for it. I'm for I it. I love gauntlet matches. They're always great. I thought I was actually surprised how they're pushing Ray a little bit more. So I don't know if he's going to be retiring soon. So I figure if he's going to win, maybe he'll retire at SummerSlam. But it turns out he didn't win. So I'm sure Ray is not the cheapest talent on that roster. Oh, God, you no. want to get a little bit of ROI and no. return your investment. Yeah, hell yeah. And the easiest way to sell merch is getting a nine-year-old kid that mask. Exactly. Yeah. Trust me. I spent more to my niece and nephew for pro wrestling swag than I have on my wife's <laughs> ring, probably. Um, schooling them the right way. <laughs> Yo, you know what? The illest part of that match, though, was when Andrade did the... He was going to do the... Was the moonsault? But then landed on his feet, then did another moonsault, and landed on Ray. That shit was fire. I love them together. Him and Ray put yeah. on amazing matches. But it's, it's kind of weird, though, because like, I feel like they always put Ray with like a fellow Mexican. Or a fellow Latino. And racism. And, it, and it's like, is, is, that a, is, is that on purpose or is the fact that, you know, Ray's like, nah, 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 I work with him because I want to talk in Spanish. I mean, styles. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know that, but I would assume so. <laughs> if I was in Mexico, I'd be like, yeah, you got another American? I don't know how to speak Spanish. So I, I would understand and that. And they actually have a Mexican on the roster who can actually fight him and put on a great show. Like, What's you know, more exciting it. since I'm a kid and I started watching this than Luchador style. So yeah. why not mm-hmm. just put it together and you know what you're going to get the best matches out of. Mm-hmm. Go out there and do your thing and obviously they show up for it. I say this in the most respectful way to Andrade. He is a much better Alberto the Real even though I should just say that he's just a dope performer. But it's like he, he's in that kind of same position, that same flow that mm-hmm. Alberto the Real would be playing the same type of role, but Andrade is just doing so much better. I, I I disagree. I never liked Alberto Del Rio. I was never a fan of him either. I think the only reason why he got over was Homeboy, his announcer, and that Alberto. Oh yeah, that I mean, was the yeah. only reason. That's the only thing. But, that but made I'm him talking about his his role. And his role, as I understand, yeah, yeah. But but still, I think that Andrade has the potential to hold the belt longer than a Del Rio ever did. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And to also is a much better looking kid. <laughs> you know, okay. you could put his face on posters. And he you got Charlotte. I mean? And so. he's got Charlotte dust sprinkled all over. Well, that, <laughs> and, he got the Queen, so. And, and he got Jimmy Jazz. I mean, um, he got uh, Zelina. V-I-M. <laughs> so our our running joke is that Zelina works on her off days at, at Jimmy Jazz or V-I-M. No, but I saw her on Fulton Street. She does do that, no? Right? Oh, she does? Oh, because <laughs> oh, so she was on Monday, was so Wednesday. That's her. Uh, nah, I was. I, I tried to go get some sneakers, but I mean, she wasn't there, so I don't know if it was her off day. Maybe she was traveling. So I mean, today she might, it might be working today. I get that discount. Hey, Shit. can I get that WWE discount? So we're if we, since we just changed people's names, could we just change her name to Rosie Perez? That would make me feel a lot better. Damn. <laughs> 
you know what? <laughs> Normally, I would have been like, those are the thoughts of the fans, but <laughs> no. I ain't gonna front. I gotta kind of allow that shit, yo. That shit kind of makes sense. <laughs> and I just wanted so to go you around telling. this close to getting disclaimer, so I was like, actually, nah, that shit kind of works, I was thinking, right? I'm like, she disclaimed this. I was pretty good. If she comes I, out and tells, it, it's like, tells, this is legit. Tells everyone, you're so stupid. Like what she used to do in uh, White Man Can't Jump. You're so stupid, Billy. That'd be, that's a great uh, t-shirt. It's merch. Yeah. I'll buy that. I buy it. <laughs> oh, man. Closing line is, you so stupid, like Rosie said. You're so stupid. You're welcome. It writes itself, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> Here all week. Book it. <laughs> oh, my God. Good stuff. I'm a big stuff. fan of Andrade. Big fan of everyone in that match. Cesaro's just still my guy. Just please. I, yo, he's been getting a good give push. Him more. More, Seriously. more, 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 please. It's amazing, but obviously Ricochet is the crown prince, and we're going to see him moving a lot more, so... You know what I'm surprised though? It's um, I re- I kind of miss seeing Ricochet and Alistair Black together as a tag team. So you're the guy. <laughs> <laughs> because you know what? Actually, they weirdly made it work. They 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 did, and I would have actually seen them work really well in the next match, which was uh, the OC defeating the Revival and the Usos to become the new Raw Tag Team Champions. I need to change this OC shit because I'm no. <laughs> I ain't gonna front. I'm thinking they're, of- they're the club. They are the club because I ain't feeling this OC. Sh- no, I didn't even watch that damn show. So last night, which was Tuesday, on the popular review, which is shown Mondays at 11:05 after Raw. Tuesdays at 10.05 after SmackDown, and Wednesdays at 9.05 after NXT, we have April talking about OC reminding her of Orange County. And I yeah. actually had to agree with that shit because I was thinking, yeah, OC does make me think of Orange County. <laughs> and our former general manager, Miss You Teddy, said that they should have been Melrose Place instead of the OC. Why, why are you missing Teddy? Yo, I love Teddy. Teddy sucks, man. Don't worry about it. Why are you mad? Nah, I'm not mad. Teddy sucks. Anyway. <laughs> I, I can this see <laughs> Carl Anderson on that. Luke Gallows, no shot is anywhere near one of those shows. Luke Gallows belongs on Sons of Anarchy, if anything else. That's the only, or Oz. That is the only other show that he's getting on. Damn, you said you see Luke Gallows on Oz? Yeah. That's a throwback on that shit, man. Yeah. Oh, you know, you see him looking mean behind Vern Schillinger. You know? (laughs) You said Vern Schillinger. Oh, my God. Yo, if you don't know what we're talking about, go check out Oz. It was a show on HBO, and it was. Actually, that shit was really fucking brutal, dude. Yep. And if she doesn't know what Oz is, guys, she's too young for you. I was way too young to see this show, and I still watched it. Traumatized to this day. Good yeah. shit, though. Shout out Chucky Pankama. <laughs> former president of the Hells Angels, Mr. Chuck Zito. Yo, oh, Dan, that's right. Yo, how you gonna freaking feed somebody grounded glass? That was a... It was, all right, anyway... Before we go talk, all right. So great storyline. Yeah. I won't say that. Yeah, we'll, 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 this is a lot. Yeah, <laughs> about this life. So yeah, so that was interesting. We had you know OC winning the championship belts, and yes. now them with AJ. They all have belts. My boys dripping in gold. Yeah. Okay. Don't be hating. Nah, it was all right. Then we had the Viking Raiders. Yes. I actually missed this one. You know what? Was this done by the, during the commercial? Because I actually don't fucking remember. It this was shit. thirty seconds long. It was enhancement talent. Oh, no they, came the, oh, they came out looking mean. They came out with that 
This is dope the ass theme. This is the third week in a row that they are fighting jobbers. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Well, think about oh, it. You got a triple threat match with the top two. What's the other tag team you're going to put these guys with? Yo. Who else are they going to kill? They could have put them in this match. You got the match before. You're going to put you're going to put someone over them. Even if they don't nah, take the pin in yeah, a triple nah, threat, nah, you don't, you don't they can't take an L. These guys are monsters. I mean, they would have taken the L in the match before because they would have somebody else would have been pinned. But the the thing is that I'm worrying about with Viking Raiders is that feels very alters of pain to me the yeah. way that they're positioning them and it could become really dangerous i still think they're going to put themselves over no matter what but it's just Anymore. how hard how they how have a different. natural fan base yeah mm-hmm. in terms of what they did overseas in ring of honor in new japan that aop didn't have and yeah. aop i think would have got over as well they they're not around because of an injury yeah. but mm-hmm. as long as these kids stay healthy i mean they're honestly I, my favorite thing going in wrestling. One of them, I still love the revival though. <laughs> that team is absolutely fantastic. Everything they do is perfect, and I was a little pissed off when they dropped those belts. <laughs> uh, not gonna lie, I had a mark moment. Um, <laughs> well, that was good. I, good. I feel you. My only thing is like we had an episode. Uh, I don't know if it was the last episode, or the episode before, where it was like, who would you buy stock in? Uh, heavy machinery or Viking Raiders? I said, yeah, I would buy Vi- buy buy in on Viking Raiders. Individually, I take Otis out of everyone in that crew. As a team, I take Viking Raiders. Otis <laughs> has potential. Yeah. Otis he's is the star guy. on that heavy machinery. Oh, of he course. Is I love that him. Guy. He's great. Yeah. But um, and he's the only one that stands out. What's the other guy, Tucker? Yeah. I mean, he's good, but Otis, he has that charisma that can draw the crowd in. Tucker doesn't. Yeah, he does. Not fucks with it. He really does. Tucker can move. Tucker's an oh, yeah, athletic dude, but Otis just—he scares me. And everything he does is awesome. <laughs> yes, it is. And a great follow on Instagram. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, Since yeah. we have this wild card rule, why can't we just have them versus the Viking Raiders and have a I great match out of that? Still don't understand the wild card rule. I want to throw my TV against the wall every time they They're explain it. They're getting better it. with it because it's like Uno. Draw four. <laughs> They're getting a lot better. It's like with it. playing a game with my six-year-old nephew, where the rules get made up every five minutes, <laughs> and somehow I always lose. That's the wild card rule. It's a game with a six-year-old making up the rules. So hopefully, the six-year-old would not be insulted by you saying that because they were not going to listen to this episode. Hopefully not. <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. <laughs> How to think about that? We're good. We're good. All right. So moving on, um, my one of my favorite segments of the night was uh, Becky Lynch taking on Alexa Bliss and Nikki and Nikki Cross. So basically, we had two ladies taking on the men. Uh, how, how you doing? Oh God! <laughs> see what I I'm gonna keep it PC. I'm not gonna <laughs> oh, say what's God. going on. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki hey, Cross? listen, when we get to SmackDown, you get to fangirl all you want and say all you want to say about Finn Balor. So listen, I, I can say what the fuck I want. Yeah, we already I know that too. shit. <laughs> but, um, As a straight male who's madly in love with his wife, Finn Balor has the best abs I ever saw in my life. They're so, so beautiful. Yeah. Do you? They're I'm with you. I'll, I'll, go, I'll mark out with We're you. engaged, you know that? He's gorgeous. I'm oh, you're the girl. I yes, saw. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am uh, engaged to Finn. Beautiful man. Cute and, kid. And really thank cute. Thank you. I'm so proud. And then she woke up. <laughs> no, I'm still sleeping. <laughs> uh, Lexi Bliss and Nikki Cross, they work. Yeah, yeah. I'm really like digging that. in the ring. Despised but, it to start. Despised it. And it's grown on me, and I really like it. I, I, yeah. I, I really like it. They, yeah. 
it's I was a huge Sanity fan, and I was a little mm-hmm. salty with the way that all went down. And I love Nikki being a complete banana on NXT, coming out, shaking the ropes, kicking people, and being I a lunatic. I loved her Let play with Nikki! It's, yeah. It was excellent. So I was really pissed off that anyone didn't see that. But just seeing the manipulative cool girl, you yeah. know, with Alexa Bliss, mm-hmm. like, bringing her under, like, protecting her, even though she's Beacon. obviously not just taking advantage of her, and then seeing her get fired up and come back out at Becky Lynch and say, you mess with my girl. Mm-hmm. It was it was awesome. Great segment. Great writing. I loved it. I can't wait for Alexa to turn on Nikki, because I think that's when we're actually going to get the crazy Nikki that we all love. Yeah, but... Because this Nicole... But Nicole it's kind it? of expected no. for that to happen. I, I think, don't see it anytime soon. I think it would be better for... Nikki to turn on Alexa and turn Alexa babyface, I think it would be more interesting because we kind of expect people, we expect Alexa well, to turn yeah. on whoever she's friends with. Bringing this back full circle to Oz. Oh, Have God. Nikki Cross <laughs> become the Tobias Beecher and just lose her shit and stop beating up and fighting everybody. Yo, you have an unhealthy <laughs> obsession with Oz. Judge, I'm, I'm not just saying. My God. I said it once. Dude. I'm sorry. Dude. It, it was relevant. It was you a great analogy. Did. Your other jail show. <laughs> not, not, only, not only did you say Tobias, you said Tobias Beecher. You know his first and last name. It's my guy. <laughs> he was the everyman for Oz. Big but yeah. Beecher Mark. Big Beecher Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Do you realize that the man that won an Academy Award gave him his first uh, swastika on his ass? <laughs> That's a first that McMahon can't do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's the here's the thing. Oh Lord! <laughs> Wait, who are those kids? Who are those kids? The uh, the twins? Oh shit, yo! I I've, oh, I watched yeah. Oz, so it's yeah. like I remember when like. You had the, 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 the Aryan Brotherhood. The head of the Aryan Brotherhood is, uh, what's his name? Um, Fern Schillinger. No, no, but his real name. Oh, I can't. I have no idea what his uh, real name uh, is. Shit, I can't think dude of his name. Dude Spider-Man. The dude uh, that played J. Jonah Jameson, J. Jonah Jameson on Spider-Man. Uh, he does the, the insurance commercials. J.K. Simmons. J.K. Yeah. Simmons, yeah. Fun fact, so, he's actually the voice of the yellow M&M. Oh, yeah. oh shit! I learned right. something new today. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I was today years old when I found one. out. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. So J.K. Simmons was like the head of the Aryan Brotherhood in jail, and he saw and he basically bullied this dude, Tobias Beecher, and he actually made him his bitch, and he freaking put a swastika on his ass. He burned it into his ass. It was like, yo, damn, that's just fucked up. <laughs> this is why. I so when I made this reference, so let's note to the listeners that I did not. Expect Alexa Bliss to do that to Nikki Cross. <laughs> <laughs> I was just merely explaining. Yo, but the way we get that in the ring. But I will is this say, a disclaimer thing that you guys are talking about? That's fine. <laughs> but I will say this. First ever wouldn't disclaimer. It, wouldn't it be interesting? <laughs> just randomly in and, the ring? And, and, and ironic being that Alexa Bliss's last name is Kaufman. Right. Hey, hey. So, so that's a great way to kill the PG era. <laughs> so they win a match. She wins the over her freaking lap. Do it. Do it. All it, it listen, all, I'm all about different. All. all. I could. I could actually all see that. <laughs> they win a match. She bends Nikki over her fucking lap but, and just does burn, it on her ass. And burn, burns her logo on. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, going back into it though, I don't understand the whole Becky running in and attacking Natalia. While she's working on the disarmor with, you know what, my she's man, the man. Fit but Come you know on, what, bro. 
it goes to show you how fucking over she is mm-hmm. that the crowd was cheering this shit when she not only low blowed Fit Finley, then freaking put Natty in the summer, then everybody's like, isn't that a bad thing to do? And they're like, no. <laughs> that's when that's when you're over. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You know what I love though? I love the fact that Natty came out. Went to the ring and she was in street gear mm-hmm. and she freaking did that shit. That was a throwback. That when was, was the last time we seen Natty do something like this. When we see somebody last time in street shit, gear coming out, exactly. Like, when was the last time we saw somebody come out in street gear to actually just do some shit like that? We don't. In a while. They always come out well, with their little things like that are prominent in this episode, and we'll save it for the next one, dude. Because my favorite part of this episode yeah. is Paul Seth Rollins. So I'll wait. This, yeah. this was great. Yeah. <laughs> so so um. So, By yeah. the way, this should have been the very last. Segment of the night, but it, it would have worked. But you know what? Moving on to the Seth Rollins defeating Dolph Ziggler by DQ. Dolph Ziggler <sighs> looking fantastic. Coming out in Shawn Michaels music, trolling everyone. That Dolph Ziggler he's coming back, man. As I said Monday night, he's in he's in Shawn Michaels cosplay again. <laughs> Listen, man. There's only gonna be one Shawn Michaels. That's our Oh yeah. Definitely. I don't agree that Dolph Ziggler was ever a Shawn Michaels wannabe. The guy was in a cheerleading stable. Come on. That's a far Shit. different from the Generation X he guy. He came yeah. up a lot. First and foremost, he, come, he can't help the fact that he wears the similar trunks, has a similar body type, and has long blonde hair. That's not him. His entire gimmick was different. He was always a fantastic heel and a different style here than, like, I don't know, the pretty boy Shawn Michaels. He's always been a badass, especially coming out with like this Harley gear and how he carries himself on um, the American flag trunks. He's a different style of heel than Shawn was. So I don't put him in that category. Yes, similar athleticism, similar moves in the ring, but character-wise, no. For some reason, he gets so over as a heel that you want to cheat a guy, and they make him a face, and he's terrible. He's a terrible no, face. He's, he's actually doing his thing, though. I ain't yeah. going Now, I think he's in a perfect role, and I keep, hope they keep doing He's on. I think he's red hot. I think he's on fire. Right and, and what he did towards the end of the match where he just held on to Seth for Brock to just beat the shit out of Seth, that shit was gold. Slick little old-school heel move. I love I'm it. A fan. Now, let's <laughs> talk a little bit about that. <laughs> I can't stand Brock Lesnar, but shit, I'm becoming a fan. Yo, <laughs> that <laughs> shit was so brutal. He killed him. He you killed can say him. All you want to say about times. Brock Lesnar? He killed, Brock, he killed he, him. Yeah, he, he destroyed him five yeah. times in the ring. Five yeah. times. Brock Lesnar is that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Brock Lesnar. I understand that he's not coming out every week and defending his title. He's not but a champion. It, it works. Oh, yeah. World champion. Doesn't matter. This dude is an anomaly of a human being. Yeah, when he <laughs> came out, I was like, perfect. look who's coming to work finally. <laughs> and I'm a Seth Rollins fan. I haven't been a fan lately. So him getting his ass beat, you I'm enjoyed it. it. You enjoyed it. Because I don't like Seth as him being champ. I haven't been feeling this run. And after that whole thing with him and Becky, I'm just, you know what? He needs to lose the title. Just be his ass. So I, that, did, that really deterred his run, though. That, it really did. Some of the man's man. It's absurd. You're proud to be your girlfriend's bitch, and you got a shirt? Bruh. No. Yeah, that shit was, that shit was city. I don't understand who you're trying to get over in that storyline. Mm-hmm. Who is it? I think they hurt both Becky and They Seth. did. They Becky's did. Becky, though, and she's just another one that's a special she, person. She knows how to she's size, do her sidestep it, though. That's why. Mm-hmm. But Seth is best yeah. when he's being that in-your-face animal. Even yeah. when you turned heel for the first time, he got his first run going with Triple H and um, whatever you want to oh, call it. Oh, that was, that that was, was great. Dope. And that's that. where Seth shines. And now he's just like, Hello. oh, 
He's like he's, he's company. The, he's trying to be. Is it's forced company, man? Yeah, that's the problem. He's just there. He's the forced he's company, man, face. and it's like it's not. It's not organic. It's not flowing. There's not a lot of stuff in WWE on any level that feels organic right no. now. Even when no. he was with the D, with DX last Monday, I was like, "Yo, you're not cool enough to be with them." But why the funny there? thing is that that was supposed to be originally Ricochet, and that's, that's why true. they put him in that position because Ricochet wasn't medically cleared. But yeah, at true. the same time. Still go not a cool. different direction. Ricochet's not cool enough for that either. Ricochet's a whole other animal. Yeah, yeah, but Ricochet, it it wouldn't have it would have seemed so awkward with Ricochet because Ricochet is that kid still. And Triple Seth H, is, that's is, his son. And Seth Shit. is and Seth is established mm-hmm. to then kind of be sunned a little bit. Eh, it, it that's why I don't think that's why I think that's why it didn't play well. You know, because it was some, it, it 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 just the way you. You put it on display. It just seemed like, oh yeah, hey, he's the hey, this is the kid, this is the kid. No, he's fucking standing on his own. He should be standing on his own. I agree. And Shawn Michaels and Triple H, when they first came out, it was that rebel mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was anti every establishment. I'm gonna do things yeah. my way. And Seth, two years ago, post, um, why can't I think of the name of the biggest stable of our time? That the Shield. Three, Jesus Christ. That just went out right out of my head. You just lost so much credit. <laughs> a huge shield mark, even though they're not together the anymore. big boss man taking out Big Show's dad on a coffin. Come on. I, I dropped one ball tonight. It's my first podcast, guys. I'm a lot of, I'm a lot of Wait, one. <laughs> is this your first time? My first time on your podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, I know it's on, on ours. But yeah. No, I've, I've done this before. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay, okay. <laughs> um, no, I, I was so like, damn. I was like, shit, we got to be a little bit more gentle. <laughs> <laughs> Lay into me, guys. Lay into me. It's all good. I'll quote more Oz quotes in defense. Oh, God. I'll go into season two when shit got weird. the Oz episode. <laughs> all right. Chill, slow, slow your roll out of BC. <laughs> Come here, Kenny. <laughs> oh, God. I'm way, too, I'm way too young to be at the table. No, but anywho. As you take that swig was, of scotch, right? That, <laughs> in. Way too young, 12-year-old Tyler Park. How you doing? Hey. <laughs> Forget about um, No, but if post, post-Shield Seth Rollins would have been perfect. This Seth Rollins just like, no. yo, check this out, man. I'm world champion. Also, what are you doing with it? Yo, I'm world champion. Cool. So what's what's going on with it? I'm, I'm universal the, I'm, world, I'm, champion. I'm the world champion. And there's no substance behind it. There's no, no attitude. I understand the whole beast slayer thing. That's cool. But for you to be in a major feud with a guy that's not normally there, he's not being it doesn't booked make any properly. Sense at book all. this guy against Braun Strowman. Book this guy against Lars Sullivan. Book this guy against every single animal you have in that locker room. Have him get the shit kicked out of him every week and somehow pull it out of his ass and get a win. You know what? That's how it works. I would love yeah. to see. Except it's a romance with him and the man and him being behind her going against a UFC heavyweight champion. Yeah. And then he loses the belt and the man is still doing her thing while he's just there. I don't know, man. It's 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 weird. It's, it's just... I, it, it's... I mean, I get it. Triple and I love H Seth. loves Seth, and Seth is great, but this is not working. Give him some attitude. Give him that Ziggler swag. Let him do what he wants to do, and let him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So post match, we see them taking Seth to to the ambulance, so they could take him to a local medical facility. Cool. And um, here's the thing: they brought the stretcher past Becky, <laughs> and she was just like, oh. "Yo, let me know how everything goes." <laughs> Yo, 
yo. Yo, be good, babe. I'm gonna. I'll get but when you he back. had the, but, but when he had the belt and he was on the stretcher, she was by his side, ride or die. Now it's like, oh yeah, you got. Oh okay, <laughs> I see you there. While you see Roman running to Seth's aid as his best friend, like, like and he's he back. He's back like, he's She's just there, like, oh well, I got a match. So I, I got, I got shit I'm dealing with too. Yo, you, you. We'll talk later. I home. still got a title defense, so. But there was no emotion. <laughs> nope. There was nothing. It's like, oh, he's bleeding out of the mouth. Cool. So, um, literally, the only thing was missing was her scrolling through Instagram. Yo, for she real. She done a selfie. <laughs> it was like, it was like all, all she needs to be like, yeah, she could be like Naomi when fucking Jimmy was locked up or Take shit. Take a selfie. You even had her inside the camera angle, though. I don't get it. Yo, that's... That was fucked up. That was so fucked Isn't up. Isn't it just another way to say, like, oh, Seth Rollins' girlfriend? That's, it's you know what? You know what? She was just being the man. Is yeah. that what it is? She That's was exactly. being confused. <laughs> well, she is a man, man, because we're always confused. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it out loud. That shit. Touche. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that segue oh my God. was picture perfect. And a similar way of you saying, like, she came out with um, Street Gear. Yeah. To see a locker room brawl come out of nowhere Yo, on the stretcher dope. job. Yo. It's like, oh, whoa, what's this? Oh, my God, this is cool. Because it came out of nowhere. <laughs> I felt like a kid again. That was mint. That was perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, what I will say is this. When Brock did the F5 onto the stretcher. I felt that. That shit fucking hurt my knees. I, I grabbed, my, I grabbed my knees. I was like, oh, fucking bullshit. And you could tell that was not a working stretcher. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I felt all of that. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. He died. He died. Yeah, yeah. Stainless steel meets padding, right? Yeah, get this one. Yeah, That's yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. you heard it too. That yeah. That, that last that, one. Oh my god. Like his, the, <laughs> like like his the the cry that he let out wasn't like the one he let out in the ring. No, that hurt. It was like oh fuck. <laughs> it was like the other one in the ring. Was like, oh my god! Yes, I'm hurt. No, that no, one was like, was like, oh, oh shit. fuck! You could have paused it midway through the F five and said, at this point, Seth realized <laughs> that he had just fucked up. <laughs> Yo, for real. Oh man. But I mean. I feel like I shit it on Seth Rollins. I didn't do that. I'm a big Seth Rollins mark, and I love him. No, no, but... Lately... What he did with all the other aspects, his dry heaving, Mm -hmm. and the way that he looked... Dude, it was perfect. No, I thought it was good. The dry heaving in the ring? He sold it. No, I thought that shit was fucking whack. He owned it, and he sold it, though. He died. Listen, man. (laughs) It it was... I thought that he sold it very well, and I I will give credit to that. You know what? I felt like someone that had, like, my... Perspective was in the back was like, yo, you know what? That shit didn't play well in the ring. Yo, bro, go out there and just fuck him up in the in the parking lot. <laughs> and that's what, exactly what happened. Cause then I was like, oh, now I'm invested. He stopped the ambulance. They get the fuck out. Now or get out. Drag his ass. Something out. I will say is shit. this: if I am that EMT, Brock would have been run the fuck over. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. Oh, big man, word? Nah, nah, nah. I, nah, I ain't fuck with you. Especially the and way then he's Brock looking would now. Five the ambulance. What are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> yo, dude. I'm here for I, it. I, I, no, no. I, yo, you would have heard. You heard tires screeching, and Brock would have been ran over. I was like. You would have heard. That's all you would have heard. Please, for the love of wrestling gods, someone show me an F five of an ambulance by Brock Lesnar. I'm pretty sure we got one on 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 footage of uh, Braun doing Braun it. Braun doing yeah. it, yeah. Yo, yeah, but I want to see Brock do it. 
Brown oh. foot too many cars. I'm over it. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. But uh, then that after that, that led into the Samoan summit. Oh, yo. <laughs> Between a Yo. between between Samoa Joe and a Samoan name Joe. Am I wrong by this was billed as a Samoan submission match first? No, no, Samoan Summit where. But, they but were, prior to the show, I'm saying I thought it was billed as a submission match. I no, no it was just no, a no, Samoan no, Summit. No, you were just hoping it was going to be a submission match, but wish like it was a all, submission like match. all of us. But it was like they were going to do the summit like they did with the tag teams. Uh, on SmackDown, that shit was so stupid, and yeah. I love how they did that. Right after AEW said, as soon as they go on TV, they're gonna start doing tag team tournaments, and they want to focus on that. Oh, let's get what, a what summit together. What's, yeah. what's AEW? It's a brand. No one, that's no, gonna we, be they so don't, fucking awesome. They don't awesome. look at it. They don't know what that is. They don't. That's not competition. They don't. <laughs> yeah. AEW. You know what? I didn't think AEW was gonna be competition because I thought it was gonna be like, yo, you know what? You guys are there. These guys are here. I didn't see here. this competition either. But nah, now, now that's just fucking competition. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal, though. And yeah. those shows have their moments, and it's cool things. You cannot have an entire card of 25-minute long five-star matches. No. And I think everyone's no. trying to go out there and do that. And, and it feels like mm-hmm. you ever see the dude that comes into the bar wearing every single item of clothing that's trending at yeah. that very moment? Yeah. And no, orders the yeah. only thing that's trending behind the bar. Formis. And no one talks to him and stays around him and he just looks like that guy. Yeah. That's what I feel AEW is going through right now. Until they that's get solidified TV time and build storylines, it's extremely difficult to have something that's very interesting People when you don't have it. I know, but you're having so, pay-per-views so, off, based off of nothing. I'm no st- and they're selling and they're doing their thing and it's cool, but you don't have the chemistry between the wrestlers. You don't have... You know, if no matter what happens, someone blows out their ankle, like, yo, Seth, Dolph, go out there. Go do your thing. And they have chemistry. I don't think that these guys have built up the chemistry yet, even though they're recycling guys that they used to work with and whatnot. And Jericho's going to put on a match with whoever you put them in the ring with, as is Omega, the Bucks, and Rhodes. But well, for we the don't other know people, what they're going to do when they go on TV. Now they're just giving us bomb pay-per-views yeah. that we can get excited for crazy yeah. matches. We haven't seen matches like this it's all in three a long matches. time. It's, it's I'm gonna, very yeah. excited to and see what they great. do moving forward once they finally and get this. And then once this, they hit TV, I think they know, it's going to be insane. Yeah, they're going to be on weekly, so they know they're going to have to have storylines. they got to see who what wrestlers mesh well because they're going to be on the same night as NXT. Then they're going to be competing with Raw and SmackDown. We're going to be watching wrestling four times a freaking week. It's going to be a lot. One of the things about when it comes to wrestling, you're going week to week. It's ebbs and flows. If you look back at the Attitude Era, the Attitude Era is, yes, it was the greatest era ever, blah, blah. Yo, there was a lot of times where there was a lot of shitty weeks. Oh, yeah. Are you saying the headbangers were not holding down the fort week to week during the Attitude Era? <laughs> As I was saying... Job Squad <laughs> held that show together. <laughs> As I was saying, there was a lot of times where there was a lot of shit. But that shit made all the good stuff that much bigger. And you have to sometimes have the ebbs and flows where... You're kind of pulling back in order to give a big payoff. And that's something that AEW is going to be put to the test because you kind of have to pace yourself. Even though WWE has been doing a very bad version of that. For pace. months? For months, yeah. But there's been a, it's, it's been a lot of... And I'm not trying to apologize for them. It's just that, hey, 
sometimes you just can't really go because they've, they've had a lot of changes with talent also yeah you know sure. injuries where it changes plans but it's all in how they plan things out going forward I, I, I think it's going to be extremely successful. I'm very excited. Oh, yeah, me too. It. And I, I, I shit on and I, I kid with that analogy of the guy in the bar that looks like a hammer. But it's – I'm really looking forward to something different and new. I love New Japan Pro Wrestling. I love mm-hmm. Ring of Honor. Um, I love every style of independent pro wrestling. I love going to the House of Glory shows. I like going to the East Coast Pro Wrestling shows. Any type of pro wrestling I love, and it's cool. And I think you see the passion, and I think you see the desire inside the eyes of the guys in AEW, as opposed to the guys that are right now in the WWE roster that are saying, all right, I'm going to do what you told me to do, but I'd prefer to do it my way. And then go out and do what someone is telling them to do, as opposed to someone going out and doing what they love and what they're doing. That's going to be the main difference of AEW, and it's already written with those pay-per-views. You know what I'm also looking forward to? The fact that the creativity and the diversity in AEW is going to actually be in a on a scale that WWE has never been on. Agre- agree, because no matter how inclusive WWE says they are, Sonny Kiss would never work his way on that roster. Oh, no, hell and no. And I am extremely no. happy oh, no. that he is not only on the roster, but that he's going to get a push. Yeah. I mean, they're going to really embrace him and he's push him amazing. to the moon. He's an amazing in-room performer, but you're talking about a corporate company that wouldn't even look at that kid. Yeah. Exactly. So that's annoying. And, and I'm very happy with that part of AEW. And they're going to be do things right they're going to take away that old school way of looking at the world, and they're going to embrace the now. And that even guy with the Khan whole pride thing even- that WWE did, like yeah, June is Pride Month when they first started yeah, it. I think uh, it was last yeah. year. Instead of putting it on, you know, I think it was Darren Young. Yeah, he was also who's gay. You put it on Finn Balor. You put it on guy. Finn Balor, who is straight. And I get it. You need to put a face to push it, but why don't you put it on someone like? Sonia Deville. This year they did it on Sonia Deville, but then they oversaturated it by giving her more than one flag. They don't know how to balance with that. So and like, I was really upset about that. Exactly. So like when when Teddy first, I remember when Teddy first saw that the mm-hmm. the the uh, Ballot Club with the rainbow flag. Remember he was like, "Yo, that's some fucking bullshit." Yeah, it was annoying because he felt like it was them being just opportunistic mm-hmm. and taking advantage of and and. It's funny because I didn't really get it at the moment because I was like, well, they're giving proceeds to the LGBTQ charity that to benefit. That was what I remember at the time. I don't know if it, they're still doing that. No, they were, but, but you're putting it, was, it on a face. Yeah, but the thing is that... Who's not even part of the whole community. After processing it, I was like, damn, you know what? I, I even told them. I was like, yo, you know what? Actually, it makes sense. Because my thinking was, all right, you start with Finn, the whole... Valor Club to make him be every man. So you start with the the LGBTQ community. Then where are you going next? Because like if if it would have been like every month would have been a different cause, I would have totally understood. Because like say for instance the next month instead of the rainbow flag it would have been puzzle pieces for autism. Mm-hmm. Then after that you go to another icon iconic type of design for another charity. Going forward and forward, then you're making him the all-inclusive everyman for everything. That's like putting a dude, because they do the whole breast cancer awareness yeah. thing every October. That's like putting the whole entire men's division on the women's breast cancer awareness thing. 
That's this exactly was, what it was. This is more like John Cena being the head of a diversity yeah. crowd. Exactly. It's like when it so should they, be a they, person of color that's doing they that. They just think it's, like, oh, your oh, face, you're going to push the brand. He no. likes hip hop. There's diverse. also, there's a way of giving more. And the WWE does so much good. Oh, they no, do. You know, they and really it, do. It's the, the stuff that they do, the Connors Cure stuff is amazing. Yeah. But with situations like that that are targeted towards communities that have gotten the shit ended a stick for a very long time and there's way to be ways to be organic about it and do it subtly and i don't think they did that like there's a way like oh we give more and that's what we do fantastic that's awesome or there's hey look at me giving all this more you see who i'm giving this to hey fill me hey look at this i gave more you see this flag this is what i did look at me do this look at me look at me look at me that's, that's a little annoying <laughs> it's, 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 all, it's also insincere Exactly. It's mm-hmm. it's yeah. It's not insincere. It is done in a distasteful way that is meant to be good, but is delivered to people that have been put down and been shitted on for so long. It's like I get it, bro. You know, like you want to don't tell me how inclusive you are. Just be inclusive, and that's what AEW is doing. They're not Love saying it. come look at me. They're just putting Sonny up on a stage. Not saying that he's openly gay. I mean, you would never know. <laughs> you know what go back and listen to our episode with Monster Mac there's a funny story with Sonny Kiss on that one and uh, yeah that he that that Steve that Steve Monster Mac was like damn it Sonny <laughs> but it's it, it, he's being put up there like every other wrestler yeah. he is and that, there's nothing being said about it and that is embracing a community and that is showing someone that you're inclusive you're not saying a word it's like you're everybody else that's all it is that's there's nothing special behind it there's nothing to touch about it you're like everyone else and that's what it should be and that's what in, it, it should mean to be inclusive yeah and right now they're focusing on you know what we're wrestlers. We want to give the fans what they want. See, all the matches that they're giving us, this is what we want. So they're basically, you know, pleasing us for what we've been missing out for the past couple of years that eight that WWE has been, you know, providing us. And I fucks with it. But when they go on, I have hope. I have a feeling that when they go on TV, I don't. I'm not seeing it as competition, but it's something new. And I want to see more good. I I miss being entertained. I miss watching wrestling and having fun. I miss continuity, mm-hmm. but. That's just my biggest thing. So let's move on to SmackDown. Yes. So we start off with the Rattlesnake, Kevin Owens. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm getting so confused lately. <laughs> Maybe it's a brown liquor. I don't know. It's, you know. But uh, Kevin Owens and Drew McIntyre got into it. Got into a heat exchange, and then they had a match. Great match. Um, Love them together. That was a pay-per-view worthy match to start off a SmackDown. Holy shit, I that match was awesome. I love them together. <laughs> so, like, Kevin Owens just basically said, you know what, fuck it, I'm doing every trick in the book. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I rewatched it, but, like, I was watching it while I was also designing some stuff that I had to do, and I tried to rewind it. Did he do the pop-up powerbomb on Drew McIntyre? Yeah. Fuck! I gotta go back and rewatch, and rewatch that. And it was I saw so everything good. else. I saw I saw the the, the Swanton bomb. I saw the super kick. I saw the, the, the many super kicks. The the freaking uh, frog splash. I saw all that shit. But for some reason, I kept on missing the 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 Papa Power bomb. And I'm like, it's yo, that's a towards the end. But it was amazing. That's a oh big fucking God. dude to do that shit to. Yo, I was like, yo, he's this so is the, underutilized. This is the Kevin Owens. That is more in tune with the Kevin Steen that they first got. 
and I'm here for it. That time off probably benefited him most. Oh, yeah, of course. So it's it, – I listen, man, I am a huge Kevin Owens mark. Same. Everything that dude does inside the ring and outside the ring too. I mean, if you another great follow on Instagram, guy's an awesome dad, loves his wife, does mm-hmm. everything right yeah. outside of the ring as well. So you're not going to have to worry about a Jimmy Uso or a Jeff Hardy, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is always good. As a Shout out to Myrtle Beach. Hey, man. <laughs> Never drink and drive. Never. Always pull over, drink, then drive. You might spill your beer. Write that one down. Exactly. <laughs> no, but do not follow that. Those are the thoughts and opinions of Tom Moriello, and they do not represent the thoughts or opinions of Yep, I Like Wrestling. Full I mean, kidding. Don't drink and drive. Let's not play around with that. That's a joke, <laughs> yeah. please. Um, no, but I mean, it's. I agree. And it's. this is a great run for him, and I really hope that we see more out of him. And it sucks that Drew has to take another L. Yeah, he's been, on, he's, been on, he's been on a bit of a, of a loser streak lately. I am so over and this thing with Drew McIntyre. They try to push him three time, three or four times, and then they keep bringing him back. But the what push the was hell? working, and they just throw, like... They've done this three or four times. The thing with Ziggler was great, and he, he came it. here to be world champion. He beat the piss out of Ziggler, and he goes. Mm-hmm. And he's a man on his own until he meets Shane McMahon. Come yeah. on, dude. And now, now you're he's his back. fucking bodyguard. It's the same storyline. Yo, honestly, he's about five steps away, maybe even three steps away from being three-man band Drew again. Yeah. And it's sad. I wouldn't go that far. I, 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 I said th- three to five yeah, steps. Yep, yep. But the it's thing, the thing is, his moveset and what he's doing is still absolutely insane. He's a beast. He's so he's a in Samoa, he, He's in Samoa Joe territory right now, then. Agree. Yeah. He's a busy jobber. But so I've been calling you, know, you know why Joe isn't getting the push. He doesn't have the body type that everyone no. knows and loves. But his similar with Owens. So my skills are so crazy. I love it. Oh my god. One of the yeah. most underutilized talents right now. Even though he's still utilized, he's not getting the I don't think he's getting the push that Mm-mm. he deserves nope. or the time that he deserves cuz he could elevate a ton of people in that locker room. Yeah. He's a busy jobber. Yep. Good work. <laughs> Moving on, we got Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross again. Punch oh, me in God. the face. Uh, actually, no. I, <laughs> I love them. I just hate this, uh, the, the wild card. Yeah. Yeah. You know what was so funny about it is that the match was okay. It was all right. My favorite part was when Bailey at the end was like, hey, you all right? Ah, toma. <laughs> Came with a freaking belly. The I don't like to her belly. belly to belly move. It annoys I mean, me. It's, it's a I belly. Mean, Ember, I think that's one of the best ones because Ember sold it so well. Yeah. But. I mean, uh, a belly to belly suplex is not really that much of an in- but that's crazy thing. Her. No, but just the way she does it bothers but, me. No, no. I, <laughs> I got you. But I, it, the it, torque that she gets on her hips and the way that she angles. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was, about to, I was about to end this podcast right now. Wait, what? Hey, like, Thank you for joining us, Tommy. And, uh... <laughs> if you would have seen the look that we both gave Tommy just now. Like, wait, what? We both went. What the fuck are you drinking? <laughs> That's Highland Park 12. <laughs> you know what? It's all my and, you. And, and you know what? And that I'll allow. <laughs> Take that, Michael Cole. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, it it. I'm curious to see how their match is going to be at SummerSlam. There's there's no build up for it at all. She just chose Ember like, okay, we're gonna have a fight. And no, but there's exactly. Ugh. But the thing is that sometimes those matches are the ones that surprise us. Oh no, definitely for sure. But it's I'm not connecting to it. 
I will take Ember Moon all day, every day. I love Ember. I'm just glad you didn't say I will take Ember Moon to the moon, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Take Ember to the moon. (laughs) Yo, shout out to Kerber. Don't you put that on me, Tommy. Don't you put that on me. I'm just saying, no. Kerber made a joke about that shit. Where's Ember at? She's She's in the moon. And it's like, and we just still freaking remember that. (laughs) Stupid fucking joke. Dude, I love you, but bro. I see, we still think about that stupid ass joke. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta say, I'm gonna take Ember to the moon. Yeah. Ember, but Ember Moon is one of the best in ring talents mm-hmm. in the WWE, and I'm not just saying in the female division, I'm saying in the no, entire. She's great. She is an athlete. But mm-hmm. my biggest issue with Ember Moon is I feel like they, they buried her because she was too advanced for everybody else they in the roster. They buried her because they let her talk. I didn't think her talking was that bad. I, I felt like she was just too advanced for some of the other talent that was on the roster. Yeah, I mean, you put her into against some people that are out there. She blows away. She can yeah. blow away twos on the main roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, like, dude, like, ma- males. Yeah. She legit. is so legit. Good. But, I mean, you're going you're gonna to hurt her for that? Shoot her to the moon. No, let no. Let her go exactly. Ronda Rousey. No. Let, you know what I mean? Like, let, like expose Ronda. They <laughs> haven't like, been giving too much attention to the women's division, and it sucks horribly. Now Ronda Rousey wants to come back, and now they think, oh, want, once Ronda comes back, the women's division is going to be on top. No. We have a whole roster full of women who are amazing, and they're not being pushed correctly. Would we have three females on the SummerSlam card, though? Three female matches? Yeah. As of right now, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, we got the Raw women's, the SmackDown women's, and and the match we're about to talk about right now, which yep. is when Charlotte Flair issued a challenge to Trish Stratus to be her SummerSlam opponent. And I'm not connected to it. I, but we needed. I guess we needed that big you know what? match. But it's like, what the fuck? How's you know that what? a big? How's but that here's, a, here's the thing. It's like it's a dream match. It's Trish Stratus and Charlotte Flair. Here's the thing. I'm actually connected to, to this match. And the reason why oh, yeah. is because Charlotte has not, I mean, Trish, Trish Stratus has not had her proper farewell match. I and, heard that. And the, and the reason why is that when she first retired, she went out on top. That's she, true. She did not go out on her back. It was her and Lita. They both left at the same time, but Lita was the one that took the loss. Trish took the win, and then she retired. That's awesome. There is so much talent right now <laughs> that I, have they've invested in from NXT exactly. to SmackDown and Raw that deserve that spot. And if you want to talk dream matches, give me Bull Nakano. You know what? Bull Nakano, Charlotte Flair. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you, but I also think about it. And you know what? You should be able to, we, we both relate to this on a marketing level. Trish is Toronto. That's why they're doing it, because they're in Toronto. The same way they gave it to Natty to fight Becky, because it's in Canada. Yeah. The same way that Kevin Owens has a match, because they're in Canada. Yeah. Canada's really nice. But I still don't associate Trish Stratus as that Canadian star. Lance Storm's a bigger Canadian star than Trish Stratus. Trish has won some some awards in Toronto, bro. She's actually won a lot of shit in Toronto. Like, I was... Like, I had looked it up. I was like, damn, really? Like, she's kind of like a... She's. I think she has more clout in Toronto as Trish Stratus as as opposed to Natty, who's kind of like in that family line of the Hart family. That's what she's mostly known uh, so for. So I don't. I can't speak of what I don't know, but Natty, before the women's revolution happened, was a female talent in a pool full of men yeah. where females were not getting a list that still held her own. 
And again, Natty's a special talent that she could out wrestle three quarters of that roster. No, she's amazing. And in, in terms room. of she's Canadian great, but talent, once again, she's, she's not much. being uh, pushed right. Her personality. That special. match steals the show, I think. Oh yeah, at SummerSlam. Wait, uh, do I want Becky her Becky and Becky, Natty? Becky and Natty. I'm looking forward to nah, that. Nah, you know what? You know what? I hate to say it. Ember and Bailey's gonna steal the show. I don't believe in. I I like Bailey. Or, or at the very least, it'll steal the show on the on the women's division. I hope you prove me wrong. <laughs> I hope all three of those matches are I feel that's going to be a great match, but that Becky and Natalia, it might be. That's going to be insane. I it could be really. Be it could be either good or it could be great. It's going to be. But solid. Ember and Bailey, they're great. They're great together. So it might be. It might. I think all the women's matches so far are going to be very very good. Mm-hmm. I think that. Ember and Bailey might might come close to stealing the whole show because we're not gonna expect. Let's see. And, okay. And and Ember has talent up the fucking. I, t- I I believe it because Ember Moon's in the match. <laughs> it's, yeah. It has nothing to do with and, Bailey, and, I, and I love her. Yeah, no, but, but the thing is that it, it may make Bailey have to step up. I hope she so. has to because this gimmick that she I feel she needs to change the whole hugger shit. I hate it. It's I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I want to get a shirt that says no. I'm a hugger, but then I'm like, then all of a sudden, Alice will see me and be like, what the fuck are you trying to hug? If you, <laughs> you're going to be those people at Union Square, like free hugs, and you're going to wear I'm a hugger shirt, yeah. and you're going to have mad bitches chase you, and they're going to have Allison fucking them all up, including you. So save yourself. I'm buying you the I'm a hugger shirt. <laughs> <laughs> First off, Allison wouldn't, wouldn't waste her time fucking up all these other bitches. She would just be like, I'm beating your ass because you're the one wearing the shirt. Yeah, you go so first. On that note, <laughs> I'll buy you. I'll buy you on. too. <laughs> and that's while why you both get her, while, while and, you and, both get arrested. Yeah. And she just does has someone take her selfies. And as you <laughs> see, Tommy talking about he's gonna buy me the shirt. That's why he's such a great friend. Let's move on. So, the next match was Dolph Ziggler defeating Finn Balor, and then followed by the Fiend coming out. We had we had Firefly Funhouse this month this week, and I'm happy because I love that show. I get too excited for that show. <laughs> that show or that segment? Because it's not a fucking show. It's a show. It is I a want, show. What I do you want mean? all the episodes. It's a segment. It has no. an opening and a closing. I'm it sorry. Has there's credits. It's a theme song. It's very it puppets. It ha- Yo, just don't be rude. Firefly Funhouse is the best shit on Listen, TV. Listen, I'm a fan, but I'm not gonna call this shit a show. No, it's a show. Do you think we in 20 episodes. years Tom Hanks could revive the role of the fiend like he's doing for Mister Rogers? If he's still, <laughs> that would be <laughs> yo. I swear to God, yo, I will buy, take my fucking money. I Tom Hanks Bray Wyatt the as fiend. Bray Wyatt the fiend take my fucking money. I, I, yo, dude. I'm putting that shit on layaway right now. <laughs> with with this match though, I'm happy Ziggler got a win. Of course, they're gonna keep burying Finn because he's gonna lose at SummerSlam. No, they're gonna keep on burying Finn because he's gonna come out as the demon at SummerSlam. And he that's needs cheesy. to. That's no. cheesy. I don't like that. He, and Bray and needs to friggin' beat his his demon streak. He, he has should. To. He should. The demon streak can't lose, and the no. fiend can't but, lose. But here's the thing. Is it, a, is, it a, is it a loss if the demon wins in a quick roll-up, but then gets beaten the fuck down by the fiend after? Yes. I don't know. I don't want to see that. I do not want to see a loss. We're talking I about a, a landscape of moving forward that Heyman is taking the approach that AEW is taking, that wins and losses mean things. No, I feel The fiend should not lose. The demon should not 
be affiliated with The Fiend. Shout out to Tara and Beige Benoit, who both said the same thing last week, but I'm just... I will not mind seeing The Fiend, you know, beating Finn as the demon, because that way it could be, you know, you lost as the demon. We already know that Finn Balor is going to join the club, and that could just be like, you know what, he lost as the demon, and now he could finally turn heel. We'll see. I, I would like to see Finn as a heel, but... The demon, I think, is very, very, very special. Oh, he is. That's you. You can't. You, you can't mess with but that. But how would they? How would? How would you see it as they transitioned Finn into becoming a heel? Because I feel this would be the only way. You know, they're not announcing that he's going to be the demon at SummerSlam. They have Bray Wyatt. He's trolling the shit out of Finn. This should be even even more of a reason for him to bring out the demon since he's entering his inner demons. He loses as a demon, turns heel, joins the club, and that's it. I don't right. see how you go from cool ass demons in a club. I, I, it's nah, he, he's got to be. If he's going to be healed, he's going to be healed independently. He's not going to join the club. It makes no sense. But he doesn't he, need it. He made the club. He got AJ doing the shit. Yeah, he but doesn't, he it, doesn't it, need but, it. But but the Bullet Club, the original Bullet Club, doesn't exist in WWE. No, it doesn't. So they're trying Tom to recreate would it. Fucked you up. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Oh, you know, as, 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 as he's as he's punching me in the face, I'll be after each punch. I'll be like, prove me wrong. Ooh, prove me wrong. Ooh, prove me wrong. Ooh. Yeah, I'm a stubborn motherfucker. Um, a fucking beast. Then after that, we had Ali defeating Shisuke Nakamura. So random. <laughs> great, right? great word for it. I yes, agree. <laughs> Random as shit. We have Ali dropping eight mile videos, and now he's going after Shinsuke, and now he has a title match. I feel like we need a guitar riff every time Ali comes out. I don't, I don't get it. I don't. And and I love it's, Ali. it's a hell of a talent. And my nephew blew me away when he was Ali's my favorite wrestler. I'm like, who? What? The two hundred five guy? Like, I just, I didn't understand <laughs> it. Guy. He, what are you talking about? <laughs> Yo, you know hey, what? Man, I love my two off. Drew Gulag is my guy. No, he's Yo, Drew Gulag Dude, is I was man. at the Evolve 10th anniversary yeah. when he brought back Catchpoint, and Drew is that dude. Yeah, that match with Matt Riddle yeah. at the Evolve show, if you have not seen that, I gotta check that out. Go on, you will see me front and center. The camera loved me. <laughs> I was on camera. <laughs> but that was amazing. So, not knocking on 205. But, very surprised that my nephew comes is... out and says Ali is his favorite wrestler. <laughs> 205 is great. It's just. It's too much wrestling for a Tuesday. There's, there's, they're just in the shadow. It's and a they skinny. Have 10 people it's on a skinny NXT. <laughs> Basically. It's a skinny. Damn. It's a skinny man. Basically, because they, they don't have storylines. Without, without, the, without. They put on great matches. So we gonna start calling 205 Live Skinny NXT. Please, I'll be, I, I, I feel like that's gonna be our new our new phrase for mini that. NXT. I'll, no, no, it's skinny NXT. Skinny NXT. I'll pay for the print for the uh, t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> you have that word right now. Yes, <laughs> we are. Like I've been doing this show for all ninety three episodes. We are. <laughs> Two hundred five live equals skinny NXT. <laughs> Fucking a lot of people on their roster. <laughs> They're good. <laughs> so let's go on to the final match of the night of SmackDown. We had Kofi Kingston defeating AJ Styles. And yo, that shit was a fucking was dope a match. Great match. Another oh, pay per view quality match. Mm-hmm. And now keep these six men as far away from each other as yes, possible. We had, two, uh, we had too many as of these matches. Awesome yo. As awesome as that was. No. And you saw much. the lightning in the bottle, Nate? It's, it, it, it was, it, it's perfect. And that's why they'll fuck it up. 
Exactly. <laughs> so Yo, honestly, I wish, I wish, honestly, I wish we were right now in October when they did this. Yeah. Because you know what? That would lead to them facing each other at Survivor Series in November. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Ah, fuck. I want this as a Survivor Series match. It's awesome. I love it. The New Day versus the OC. The club. <laughs> the club. The club. The club. The club. All right. Yep. We'll call them the club. Stop knocking on my boys, man. They're the club. <laughs> I, no, I, I love like them. <laughs> I love them. It's just he doesn't want to call them the OC. I, no, you just I, don't no. like the OC. I get it. I get it. Exactly. Original club is a honestly. It makes me think of the SNL. Californians. <laughs> <laughs> California. It makes me think that I don't know what it makes me think. Just come up with a different name, man. Just it's, we don't we don't acknowledge anything else, but we're gonna use the word club. Like, come on, stop it. That's just corny. It sounds so Californian. I hate the song. I hate the shirts. Yeah. Just change. Stop. Kofi stop. looks fantastic yeah, as a champion. The he is one of the rarest champions. Oh my god, yeah. Of our time. He's done so much since yeah. he had the title. And it's an amazing title run. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny is that I I was hoping it wasn't going to happen, but I kept on waiting for Randy Orton to come out because I was like, they're going to fucking do this shit. Because it, it just seemed expected. Randy Orton was going to come out at some point and just RKO him. And I'm glad they didn't do it. Yeah. But it led into the next thing that we saw, which I was a little confused about because I was like, because it was funny. I kind of feel they forgot the segment. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, wait, oh, don't, wait. Throw Roman. something on his head. <laughs> wait, I forgot Roman's having the match yo, too. We, <laughs> yo, we have, we have so, we're supposed to do something with Roman, but oh shit, we're running out of time. Yo, just drop some shit on him, but don't worry about it. It's all the good. The way they did it, I laughed because I felt like it was something out of a Hitchcock film because it was so slow motion and then he paused but then and the then the camera it fell. angles kept on going crazy. <laughs> It was like Kayla's like Roman, watch out! Pause. Oh, was waiting for the music, like the scream and the black and white, because it was so perfect. All you needed was like a weird music soundtrack to it. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is that shit out of Hitchcock. Shing, 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 shing. This is this entire ending of SmackDown is the perfect showing. It's whatever we want to call it. Eight minutes, six minutes. Yeah. Of why WCW was so great, and then why it went out of business. <laughs> All right, so real quick, let's just go into who we think was the one that set up Roman. I personally, my wish, only because I think it would just be so, it would just make everybody go like, the fuck? I want it to be Rikishi because he did it for The Rock. (laughs) Because because he's in Hobbs and Shaw. And the Usos weren't in it, and they have that big Samoan part in the movie. I don't give a shit. That was funny. I, just to see him come back and say, I did this for The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Rikishi. As long as he's wearing clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was Samoa Joe, but I'm like, no. He's, it would make sense. To, it, it would make more sense, but I don't know. I mean, who would, Tommy, who do, you, who do you think it could be? You, we didn't see Elias at all this week, right? Okay. No. I mean, because obviously... Who do we, we not see this week? And that, that's, where I, that's where I would narrow it down to. Elias is the only person that's been yeah. around and has done some run-ins with him. And he is the face of SmackDown Live, you know, so... But for a match at SummerSlam? I, I don't... Uh, who knows? It might not be for SummerSlam. It just might be something different. It's a, it's a plant, I think, to get, do exactly what we're doing right now to yeah. see what's going on and then to scour the internet and Twitter and Instagram and see what everyone's listening to. But 
I don't know. If if I had to put money on it, I think Elias would make sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because he already he, they beat the shit out of Samoa Joe on Monday, so that's why I thought maybe it might be him. But he's not the sneaky type because he's so big, and you know he's out. <laughs> that's he fascinating. <laughs> I'm fat too. I know, me too. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just calling what it is. I'm just saying. Hey, listen, we all got weight on ourselves. We're gonna fat shame. But I, just I, but Samoa I, Joe, I disagree. I choose to identify as a skinny person. <laughs> fuck out of here. That's a fucking mind. Listen, man. Don't, don't discriminate against me. <laughs> You're fat like us. <laughs> like I said, I thought it was Samoa Joe, but he's not that, he's not, he's not that sneaky dude. He, he's that one who will just come out of nowhere and just start beating the shit out of you, put on a great promo, and then dip. Yeah. I, I, so I, I, don't, I don't know. I think it's in character for it to be a Shane or Elias. It'll be Elias. It'll be pretty interesting. I don't. I can't really think of anybody else because those are him. If you come out and say Elias, you've Drew ruined, Shane, you've ruined every one of my performances, so I ruined yours. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, because him, Drew, and Shane are the only people he's been feuding with for the past exactly. couple weeks. You know, you can't know think what? Of anyone else? You know what? You know what would be mind blowing though? What if it would have been Walter from NXT UK, and he was to come and do that? He will kill Roman. Then have a match with Roman. Or have an uh, uh, interaction with Roman, which would which would lead into NXT UK Cardiff, which is on August thirty first, the same day as AEW All Out. If you have Roman on, that would freaking make people want to watch to see him take on their champion, which is Volter. I think that would be amazing. They're not gonna That'd be do interesting. it. Interesting. They're not gonna do it. But it would it would make it interesting. And it would, I agree with that. Here's the problem with how the WWE network is going to be the bane of their existence. Because it ain't like when we were kids and it was pay-per-view. Because I could ignore my phone and all of my alerts. Pay for the pay-per-view for AEW and then go right to the WWE network and watch the other show. So I'm not going to miss it. It's already taped and it's good. I could watch AEW live. Their numbers are going to hit. And then I don't have to switch between channels or anything like that. But you're not switching between channels because... No, I'm not switching between... I'm just saying, like, back in the day, you no, would have to. No, but no, now, yeah. you just go right into it. No, so but you're I, not taking yeah. the viewership with your point. You're not taking the viewership away from AEW. No, but you're not going to take it away anyway. Because... because So, just to remind everybody, on August 31st, we will be doing an all-day viewing party hosted by Ron Simmons... At Dale, <laughs> Conyo, at Jack Dempsey's. And that all-day viewing party is going to begin with NXT UK, which starts at 2 p.m. And then is going to lead into AEW All Out, which starts at 6 p.m. I'm excited. So it's an all-day so viewing party. Ron Simmons will be here. He'll be doing a signing. He's going to be hanging out with us. It's going to be a fun event. But to go back to this whole point, if you have Roman on eight on NXT UK early, it makes it must see, and everybody's gonna see AEW all out anyway. Got it. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, I am gonna be watching NXT UK on the cab ride to the stadium <laughs> to see all out. That's that's just my plan. By the way, I know there's also an NJPW show going on at the same time somewhere. There's so- like five pay per views that day. I know we're gonna try brands a lot. at Jack Dempsey's. We're gonna try and figure out to have other screens on, but our focus is to have the NXT UK because 
Yo, NXT UK is actually oh really God, fucking so good. good. I'm not going to lie. There's way too much wrestling out right now, and my I, I could barely keep up with what's going on with the regular NXT. I try to catch my Honor Club stuff, and I'm trying to pay attention to the G1 Climax. There is It's such a good time to be a pro wrestling fan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Without amazing. question. I love Walter. Pete Dunne is my guy. Bruiser weight gimmick is Pete mint. Dunne. Pete Dunne. That guy's awesome. But, um, the G1 I'm, has I'm, been so good. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm oh, a, man. I'm a huge fan, man. I, I that's this one is my it, first G1, and I was like, wait, there's there's a show every day. I yeah. can't keep up. What is going on? It's For so real. Sick. Much, but it's so good. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's wrestling. Wrestling. It's gonna be interesting to see who is the mystery person behind the Roman Reigns thing that happened on uh, SmackDown. I just so. hope that it's gonna be at SummerSlam. Like they just have another incident at SmackDown next week. And then when we get to SummerSlam, it's time for his match, and then he comes out. People like seeing Roman down, despite that he's been getting these amazing pops because, you know, he was sick, which sucks. So, But also, I think the fact that he's getting more notice is because of the fact that he's not doing some of the corny shit he used to do. He's getting rebuilt. They're, yeah. they're building him back to actually be a great performer. It's, it's playing more natural now. Yeah, because yeah. before it was, he was so oversaturated, that's why we hated him. The same way they oversaturated John Cena, yeah. which made us hate him. Roman, Roman, he doesn't suck in the ring. He doesn't suck. He can do a, more a yeah. because he has the potential, but hey, I don't, I don't know. Like no, a, I never hated John Cena, though. <laughs> I love <laughs> screaming out, you suck. Oh, yeah, of and course. You always love that. so much fun. I, honestly, I, I I've always liked John Cena, too. Like, yeah, I was always a big fan. Yeah. Roman, though, I'm just like, nope. Like, <laughs> My power, Roman, was nuanced. And, it, and mm-hmm. I say this, I appreciate shit all the fucking time. There are little things that he's done that comes off cheesy that had he not done it, he would his character would have tr- been much better for it. But it is what it is. So, uh, He'll be back on top. Just like you said, this time will be the right way. Yeah. And when he does win the belt again, hopefully they don't do what he did, you know, before. I, I think we'll him see. winning the belt is he doesn't even need it right now. No, not Agreed. now. I mean, and eventually he'll get it, but maybe next year. No, not now. The only time they'll put the belt on back on Roman is if the belt needs it, not because Roman needs it. Oh yeah. So yeah. That is a wrap of the Yep, I Like Wrestling Podcast, episode number 93. Uh, thank you for joining us. 93 episodes. Shit, we're seven episodes away of being 100. And you know what? When we get to the 100th episode, we actually got a couple of surprises that I'm already planning on. Oh, I'm excited. Ah. I'm so happy for being here for all 93 episodes. <laughs> I, feel, I feel this podcast would not have been nearly successful without me. So just thank you for allowing, tuning in to me every week. You know what? For the last 93 weeks of your life. And you, you, you look so much like Tara that I wasn't sure. <laughs> So it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much for having me, guys. So, thank, thank, you. You. thank you. I really enjoyed thank being Thank you. Here. This is amazing. Thank you, too, Glamazon. I mean, Tommy Drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you follow us on all podcast platforms, as well as go to our social media, y- at Y-E-P-I-L-W, on all social media, that is Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And some people like to crack the joke, maybe MySpace, but <laughs> that's on you. Aside from that, Support us. We have our merch store on ProWrestlingTees.com 
And we also have unpopular review t-shirts. We got shirts. We got shirts. That's right. So go buy a shirt. Also tune in to unpopular reviews every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday nights after Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Since today is Wednesday, you might not hear this until Friday. We got an episode tonight at 905, so check it out. We are on Instagram and Twitter at UPRYUPILW. We got shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com. That's right. Our shirts, we got shirts at a site that's by every great wrestler that's outside of WWE. It's amazing. So you look us up, UPR in the search bar, and that's it. Get Soon a shirt. to be at a BC style hats from Oz that say skinny NXT. It's going to be the Oz episode. Watch for the merch. Watch for the merch. Wear the hat. Support your local wrestlers, support our independent wrestlers, and support the fine people that dedicate their times bringing this podcast to you. Do the right thing, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> so, on behalf of this episode, my name is Sonny Sofrito, and today I was joined by... The Brooklyn Wolf of Makeup. This is April, you heard. And I was also joined today by... Tommy, I love drinking Moriello. <laughs> Tommy drinks! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Peace out. Bye! Suck on that. What is this? So we are recording? Yeah, we are recording. So this is Highland Park. It's a single malt scotch whiskey. Oh, And I brought this one because it is from the home of the Vikings and Viking Honor. And to the best tag team on the WWE roster right now. War Raiders. Formerly known as Hanson and Rowe. Yes. Now Ivar and Eric, the the best big men in the game. I wanted to give homage to my boys from New Japan Pro Wrestling and bring a Viking honored spirit to us. So would this be the Scotch experience? This is the Scotch experience. (laughs) This is the Highland Park Scotch experience. It's a 12-year-old Scotch experience. Salud. Nice. Should I change the name right now before we drink it? Do you scotch experience? All right. I like the scotch experience. Yeah. I like scotch. You forget one of my my role models is Ron Burgundy. Oh, yeah, you go. I like scotch. So this is a little smoky. Should have gave you a little heads up before that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this has a little bit of peat from the Highlands of Scotland. The Highlands of Scotland. Yeah. I got to think about how I like this or not. I got to think about it. Shit, you already know I like, I like this shit. <laughs> if it's brown, it goes down for Sonny. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm a master of I'm not a heavy brown, drinker. But I'm a master of the brown liquors. boy. <laughs> oh, we know, Mr. Hennessy. So, northmost distillery of Scotland. <laughs> Very true. Uh, shout out Mr. Drew McIntyre. Shout out Mr. Hot Rod Roddy Roddy Piper. And you know what's crazy is that today marks his the anniversary of his death. Crazy. Oh my God, yeah. Four years. Yeah, four years. Wow. Um, we cheers to you. He died in his sleep when he was 61 years old, four years ago. Best way to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no Hulk Hogan without Roddy Roddy Piper. Yeah, but you know yeah. what? It still makes that that um, that documentary where he was like, "Yeah, I'm never gonna see 65." Even more like chilling. He called we, it, man. I mean, yeah. dude, these guys don't live the best lifestyle. You know what I mean? Nah. They look like no, they're they in good don't. shape. They're pretty jacked, but that's a taxing, grueling schedule. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised Ric Flair's still alive. 
<laughs> Ric Flair's not gonna die. Let's just be honest. He's gonna outlive all that, of us. That motherfucker's Seriously. a monster. But yo, let's, really get, let's get to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 